Hello and welcome to Adventures with an Adult Onset Hunter podcast. My name is Colin Cordell and I'll be your host. This podcast is intended to be kind of like how I got into hunting and how other people can follow as an adult and begin hunting. It's not necessarily how to guide, but more of an adventure on how it worked for me. I started hunting as an adult. I grew up in a family where hunting just wasn't done. We lived in the city. It was the way it was. We would hunt. We would fish. We would eat fish if we caught them. But we didn't really do anything else. We didn't hunt. We didn't shoot guns. Guns were not some part of the culture. No bows and arrows. But when I turned 30, my father-in-law said, Hey, let's go elk hunting in the fall. I said, Okay, let's do it. So in 2010, I put in for the Arizona elk draw in January. Bought a hunting license and opened up, looked at dates that were good and nothing else without doing a real lot of research and said, okay, well, here's the, here are my top five choices and mailed it in and I didn't get drawn. I was looking for arch rifle hunts and the best units. Well, didn't look at draw odds. Draw odds are like 3%. What I expect. So didn't really get what I was looking for there. But in the process, while I was waiting for the draw results to come out in April, I had no firearm. So I borrowed my father-in-law's. And he had a .30-06. He lent me a Model 70 Winchester chambered in, uh, like I said, .30-06 with a four-power four fixed scope. Well, first thing we did was went and got a variable power scope. Because in Arizona, the long distances, probably not a bad idea. Took it to the range, tried to sight it in. Well, that was unsuccessful on the first attempt. And the second, it looked like a shotgun. Honestly, not a rifle. But I sent the scope back in to the manufacturer. They did some adjustments. And when I got it back out after I got it on paper and started getting it sighted in, had some pretty nice groups, especially for a rifle that was more than 30 years old. Got that done, then I kept practicing and getting better. Well, when I found out in April I wasn't drawn, June came around and it's like, well, I better put in for something. So I started looking and found the draw odds. And I found this one at 100% draw odds. I'm like, well, this is what I want. Obviously, it's 100% for a reason. Not a lot of animals, low density, big area. Unit 16A in western Arizona for any antler deer, which means we can get a muley or a whitetail in Arizona. That's awesome. So, got the tag, started preparing for the hunt. I owned nothing at the time. I didn't own a rifle, but at least I had one I could use. No camo, no optics, not even a decent pack. So I had a little bit of time and started gathering everything I needed. And I ended up with Still not a decent pack, but a uh, hip pack, a decent set of binos, and some camo, but maybe not the best. But it all worked. And my father-in-law get out there, and we end up hunting in this area near Wickiup. Now, Wickiup is an interesting little town, and it's about halfway between Wickenburg and Kingman on the way to Vegas from Phoenix. So it's on that western stretch of Arizona. And it's in a really neat area. 
it's where the Sonoran and the Mojave Deserts meet. So you've got ironwood trees and saguaros in the same area, which is really strange. I'm used to the saguaros, but ironwoods I had never seen. It was really a cool area. Really enjoyed the trophy country that I found myself in. That's about all I found, though. I found some wild burros. I found a lot of cattle. I didn't find a single deer. But I wasn't deterred. That's hunting. That's why it's hunting. We had a great time. I learned a lot. I spent a lot of time out there just glassing and enjoying my time outside. But since we weren't successful, we ended up with another tag for the following weekend in the Navajo Reservation, so the opposite corner of the state in the northeast side, hunting for doe mule deer. Well, had similar success, but I was at least able to get my nephew and my brother-in-law out, who were both nine years old at the time. And we had a great time with the boys out in the, de- in the forests of northern Arizona. And I'm so glad we got them out. And that has changed. I can't get my brother-in-law out so much anymore, but my nephew, he and I still get a few adventures in every now and again. I'll talk more about him at another time. But this introduction to hunting really got me hooked. It got me where I wanted to be out there more. And since then, I've put in for year after year and gotten drawn for elk and gotten drawn for deer and had more times where I've been unsuccessful than been successful. But that's okay. I'm realistically pretty new at this still. But it is so much fun, and I hope you continue to join me on my adventures as an adult onset hunter. To get in contact with me, you can send me an email at adultonsethunter at gmail.com. Check me out on Twitter at adultonsethunter. Follow me on Facebook, Adventures with an Adult Onset Hunter. Find my blog at Adventures with an Adult Onset Hunter over on WordPress, which is adultonsethunter.wordpress.com. And you found the podcast, but for more info on the podcast, it's uh, adultonsethunter.podbean.com. And if you find me in GoFundMe and you donate to the podcast, even as little as a dollar, I will read your name on the next podcast. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy it and catch you in episode two. Thanks for joining me.